get a heart put in that word with no reply So I discover the way I feel so I ain't gonna cry All this anxiety made Boy this, we are back The original trio Joshy, Kuz Original would be a bit harsh on that Oh mate, that's not here again Poor old Alex Professional after the better room He's got, I think he's got a sub 10% attendance record I just think that's yeah, fair to say I think yeah, Mavos is on the same Oh, it's the same place, <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, anyway, how are we today? Yeah, doing well. Good to go. Doing well. I'm good. Good to be back. Missed last week, but uh, I'm, yeah, I'm said, ready. Did you hear what I said? You're 100% attendance in the yeah, mark. I know. Yeah, I know. Did that sting a little bit? No, no it did sting, but uh, Nico and Charlie did a, did a good job. Were, were adequate replacements. Yeah. Charlie cracking the jokes and Nico, you know. Providing it some, different, some different insights. Didn't yeah. you miss one? That was me, John. Beforehand? True, yeah, yes. So, yes, yeah, true. Back down to like 90%. Yeah, that yeah, was like, sorry, lads. That was, that was our Euro preview. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, with John, said a whole five words. Still more words than Mavros last week, but yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Mavros went missing last week. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Hody lost his voice after <laughs> the episode last week. Um, Thanks, Bosman. As always, 442 Strike, you know the drill. Link will be in the description of this episode. Um, yeah, Instagram, you know the drill. Nothing yeah, new. We're repping the tops now. Nothing, yeah. nothing new there. Elite, you're looking for retro, you're looking for this, you're looking for that. You know what to do. Joshy, have you got a trivia question for us? No, I don't actually. Jokes, of course, I've got a trivia question for you. Can you, <laughs> oh, <my life. laughs> can you tell me the last five winners of what some people call the hardest league in the world in the championship? So can you tell me the last five winners of the mm-hmm. championship? We'll see how it goes. And you know yeah. what? Do you think championship is honestly? Right? I was just about to say I'll, before you go, Chris. You you're playing forty six games, mm-hmm. plus league cup, plus FA cup, plus FA cup, and is it all three? Is it championship, league one, and no, league two in the checker trade? Is that only one and two? No. You don't play enough career mode. I'll just <laughs> no, I'll just rewatch Sunderland until I die. So I'm um, you got to do that with f- uh, with like I think it's. Quarter of the Premier League revenues and like with way less money and a lot, and, of, games. A lot of midweek games and half yeah. and nowhere near the quality of squad. Yeah. So, yeah, I think and that playoff game the pressure that rides on that, yeah, because a lot of clubs look at Derby, like look how close Derby got a couple of years ago. Now mm-hmm. they're in administration, they're going to go to the league. Yeah, one. Like negative three points, no, it's more than oh, yeah, no, now they're negative. in the yeah, because they've got a 15 point deduction or something like that. So, the fine lines, it's huge. I, 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 I. I've always said I want to watch more championship and I've never acted on it. You know what you need to do? Like, I wouldn't do it because I don't see the point in doing this, but you need to like sort of follow a team. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I wouldn't follow two teams in the same in the same country, you know what I mean? It's sort of like it, it contradicts the purpose of supporting. It's like you supporting yeah. LA United and then Melbourne City. Uh, it makes actually no sense. You, you just know? bring up A-League. No, but... I'm just like, that's first thing that came to mind. Yeah, but then it's like if there was a way for NPL teams to get into the A-League, it's like you yeah, supporting the comments. And, but then also supporting Adelaide United. No, yeah, that's that's a different. Anyway, we're going to topic. Do you want to do your face burning update? Or we'll I just said it before. I've, I've plummeted. Boys, if you saw Chilwell's injury this morning. Get him out. Oh, did he get injured? Oh, long get long get long him out. He'll be back. Um, Jono's up to third. Shit. Let me guess. Some of the Boris brothers are up there. No, Yanni Boris. So Christos Boris is still top. Zayd Morse in second. Jono in third. Anton Star the rat in fourth and Yanni Boris is sixth to eighth. Where am I? Am I not sixth, seventh? Seventh. Have a shit week. I played a, a five, two, three like a spastic. I forgot to make changes and I still got. Kuzi's six points behind me in in 16th place. So uh plenty going on. Anyway, Grouse of the week. 
Josh, starting us off with your Kraus, who who have we got? I'm going to use sing one. You know, he's might you might think Josh, where are you going with this? I'm going the rule book of football, and let me explain in what what context and what game. So that Islam Saar missed a penalty. Well, I guess Islam Saar, Ishmael Saar. Yeah, Ishmael Saar. Whatever his name is. He missed a penalty, and Kiko Femenia put the rebound in. Like the goal got disallowed and had to get retaken because. Kiko Femenia encroached the 18-yard box. So, Watford had a penalty, and from my understanding of that whole situation, a Watford player encroached. So, you know what happens? Watford get the, the lucky enough and they get to retake the penalty. Can you explain to me how it makes sense? Or am I, am I, am I, am I missing something in this rule? That's the way it is. But it makes no sense. So, you, so your team gets a penalty, you break a rule, and you get rewarded by retaking the penalty. It's a good point. No, it, it's, a good point. It, it, it's spastic. You know what? I would have felt bad for the Hayer. Oh, no, fuck me, Ryan. I would have felt bad for the Hayer if I scored the second penalty because you know what? You save a penalty and it's probably one of the best finishes as a keeper. Do you know what I mean? And you get retaken yeah. because you don't even do anything wrong. I just thought of something pretty crazy. What? Like, it's it's actual mad how, because you just said before, let's not get sidetracked, but I have to say this now. It's actual mad how the Hayer has saved the last three penalties he's faced. After not saving one for After not saving one in that year. Wait, what? Now you're opening. No, but like, it's so just. He had to save one for four years. Yeah, I know. No, but my point yeah. is, he had to imagine. You know, the thing is, if he saves one penalty in the opening final, United probably win it, and we're not going to have the discussion that we're going to have yeah, in a few minutes shortly in this episode. That's probably why it works. It's just amazing how football works, though. It's actual mad. No, it is. It's a game of moments at the end of the day. But, back to my class, I think. Yeah, no, I get it. I get it. Because what if he yeah, yeah, he misses, then yeah, you know, that's not fair. You can't. Yeah, what? Yeah, I agree with you 100%. You've, you've broken a rule. You shouldn't have the opportunity. I don't even think he got booked either. Normally, I, don't, I don't think it's bookable. No, normally if you're a defending team, right, and someone no, misses, no, you, they get booked. No, you don't. I've seen it before where they get booked. I swear. It must have been against us. <laughs> no, 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 no. It hasn't happened against us. I'm pretty sure you do get booked. Because it, oh, it, it is a bookable offence, I'm pretty sure. That's mm. something I probably need to study the rule. That's, that's news to me, but I but yeah. I do agree with you. I think that's dumb. Why are you giving the team who have broken a rule? Like if you get if you give the ball away from a short free kick or something like that, you get the opportunity to take it again. Like you get what I mean. Or if you get an advantage and you use the advantage and at least to nothing, you don't get an opportunity to go yeah. back. Like I know it's not the same thing, but do you get what I mean? Yeah, somewhat. I just like, like they they picked on the penalty rule for a while now. They've chopped and changed it with the, the with the keeper can't distract the keeper can't do this keeper just have one on the line. And I think the most blatant rule there, which is encroaching, makes no sense. Yeah, I agree. Anyway, Jack, get on to yours. Mike um, is, I think for the first 25 minutes, this would have been wrong of me, but Mikel Arteta, okay, I think he's done a good job at Arsenal. Um, and I think his tactics were spot on for the first 30 minutes. Okay, he, he'd come in, he'd quieted the place. We hadn't really had any clear-cut chances and it, it looked like it, if we, if you guys got to nil all at half time, anything can happen in the second half. Yeah. Anything can happen in the second half. And I'll tell you what, around that 35th minute, I was thinking that. I was actually there sitting in your lounge room saying, fuck me, Dad, if we, hold, if we can hold on to this. Yeah, something can happen. But I want to I talk to you after you finish off. And Mane earlier on had done a similar situation with Tommy Arce. I think he'd gone up and found a little bit of an elbow or something like that. Like four fouls. Yeah, all right. Yeah. And then he goes up. And does absolutely nothing wrong. 
they, there was no elbow, eyes on the ball, there was no stop, there was no foul, there was nothing there. It was a foul. It, it was not a foul. It was not a foul. It was not a foul. No, he didn't. His eyes completely on the ball. He was. Eyes completely on the ball. And Arteta loses it. And I believe, and I believe Klopp is a fair man. Okay? I wholeheartedly believe Klopp is a fair man. And if Klopp thought Mane deserved it, he would not have reacted as badly as he did. He might have reacted and said, shut up or something like that. But Klopp lost it. I don't see Klopp losing like that ever mm. at an opposition manager. Ever. So I think if Klopp has taken the decision to lose like that, because his justification of it was Mane's done nothing wrong and Arteta's losing it because Mane got a yellow card early on against Atletico. They yeah, got under his skin. We had to take him off at half time. And I think Arteta would have known that and tried doing that. But in doing that, he poked the bear, woke him up. And got fucking punished, man. Four nil, collapped. From that, the game changed from that. No, point no, on. I agree. The and crowd I, woke up. And I, I was gonna, I was gonna say this after. I think, I t- oh, look, I have no. There's just hear me out. I've got like one, one thing to say. One side, the other thing's gonna say. Another side. I've got no problem with Arteta doing what he did because in the day, you have to be there. You have to stand up for your players. When he made a, he made a bad, he made a bad challenge on Ben White. Cleaned him up after the ball running the sideline. Yes, yes. Which I, is bad. It cleaned up Tavares early on. Cleaned up Tommy Arsenal early on. The other challenge on it was. Tommy Arsenal, the where, second one, yeah, where he where he got pissed. But there's off. no foul there, Josh. I think it's a foul. I don't necessarily think it was as bad as what Atena made. At the end of the day, when you made four fouls, which you could say two of them are bookable, right, and it took the full foul to him to get booked, I can sort of see why he would get upset. Yeah, but I'm I, I'm all for a manager protecting your players. My problem is it's nil nil. We're holding on. We're defending really well, and all of a sudden, the one place you do not let momentum take control of the game is Anfield and you've just given them a lot of momentum. You're giving the fans a reason to get upset. You're giving the players a reason to get angry. You don't do that Anfield. You hold on to dear life. You forget about it and then the moment he comes to Emirates Stadium, that's when you fucking crack him early. You let him know you're there. Fans get on his back. That's what you have to do. And like, you know what I mean? Going to Anfield, very rarely, like you look at, Sir Alex always said it. He's always said, when we went to Anfield, you'd have to nick a 1-0. You'd have to just wait for a moment, keep him quiet and nick a 1-0. And use what on the, you, use, you know, obviously we'll never know what happened, but you could have been heading down that path with nil or half time, and then second half anything happened. The crowd gets a bit frustrated. We have to start making changes. Shit happens. I, I just think if you look at that ninety minutes, obviously the better team won by far. But end of the day, we were our own, own worst enemy, and no one could tell me otherwise. Because mm. we we didn't deserve to win. But end of the day, I've said I said to yeah, you but, before the game. I said to other people, Rams down. They're going to keep us in the game. If we win, it'll be down to him. And you know what? Credit where Drew he made two or three ripper saves, right? We copped the ball. We copped the goal from a set piece, which we haven't caught for a while. We normally our set pieces recently we've defended and attacked really well with shit goal to concede. Second goal was Tavares, and the third and fourth got caught out because we're exposing too many numbers forward. You look at the teams that beat you at Anfield. Not not is rare for a good team to come and outplay you at Anfield. Normally a team that will beat you or come and draw with you, we have Brighton or Burnley that will long pump long balls forward, play a dog act of football, and they come right and play an uncomfortable game for you you deal with us we're playing the game in your hands you're going to let's have the ball moment our fullbacks on the ball you pressed us we lost the ball a lot Samuel Kong had a shit game that's why I got yeah but it was it wasn't until that second half where we really turned on you know the fucking press man you saw us come out we came out flying and we put that pressure on you we literally suffocated you guys yeah but we forced you to do that when Tavares made the mistake what you think? You think he he was like, oh shit! I'm just gonna like, keep the ball here and go. Panic, man. He had nothing to do. Of course, it's a press. So, as a so now, how can you say that? That's solely you guys. Because it's just stupidity. You're down one new at Anfield. You know they're gonna come out of the blocks. They're gonna be under pressure. So pump the ball on. If you're starting like that, if you're starting like that, it means you want someone to hold the ball up. That's what it means. I don't think he played one long ball that whole game. 
Yeah, and you, you even said to me, remember I said to you, we were three down, I said, I don't understand why the fuck I'm not just pumping my balls. But then, and you then said, exactly. you made that comment about Boston Cognu, about the playing to your system. I don't disagree with the way Arteta wants to play. Yeah, I agree with the system. Right, and that's why I'm not necessarily too pissed off that we lost. I'm upset because I expected more, and I don't want to cop four ever. But at the end of the day, I want to go to Anfield and win. And reality is, we're not at a stage yet where our system is going to outbeat your system. So you need to adapt. You need to play a direct game and hope for the best. But then if, I'm telling you, if you guys started going direct, 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 you'd be like, for fuck's sake, can we not keep the ball? Can we not just keep the oh, ball? That's what you'd be oh, saying. Oh, you say someone, yeah, but so, you say you, you got Lacazette there to hold the ball up. Is that Lacazette's not winning anything in the air against Matty Van Dijk? No, of course. But yeah, no, I don't, I don't disagree with that. So but why would they, they not try to play him? out? Why is he not playing him? Well, because we're not good enough. To, we're not good enough to beat that place. Yeah, and that's what. That's why we put you guys in your place. So pump the ball on. So pump the ball. If you, you're Ben White, you trust your dad. Look for Saka. Look for Smith Rowe. Make getting them making runs in behind. Bring on Odegaard earlier. Chuck him as a ten and try to get that space in between the lines. I will say though, there were times you played through the press. There were times, and, you, and then there was and other so, times we caught the ball up and caught the goal because of it. But you look at the, and uh, I just think uh, I don't. I think Arteta and the way managers are now, Arteta, Pep, Klopp. Um, Postacoglu, all these managers that have a, a proper system, even like Bielsa, <laughs> he, he belongs there. Um, they would rather lose playing their, they would rather lose 4-0 playing their way than losing 2-0 playing a, a way that's foreign to them, by pumping balls on. I get it from you, it's frustrating because, and even with us, like when we lost 7-2 to Villa, I said, why the fuck do we not just shut up shop? Why are we still trying to score goals? Yeah. Avoid the embarrassment. Yeah. But, the way these players are wired by these coaches, by these modern day managers, is you play 90 minutes our way. The way yeah. they're drilling, you play out from the back, you do, that, that's just the way modern football is. It's frustrating for the fans, but that, I think that's just the way it is these days. Yeah, and you know what, and I do agree with you because I was thinking about it over the next couple of days, obviously. I disagree with the way we play after watching the 90 minutes, but I did think about it. You know what, you're, you're right with that because at the end of the day, we actually have the youngest squad in the league or the youngest starting 11 in the league. We've had that over the last six, seven, eight games. It's been an average age like 22, 23, or no, 23, 24. And there's been weeks where we have been the youngest over all 20 teams. Someone like Tavares, someone like Tommy Asu, even the likes of Gabriel and Smith Rowe. Even Ben White. Like young ben, ben, yeah, but I won't put him in that category. And even Lukonga. They've never come to Anfield away and experienced that type of pressure. And you know what? Tavares is going to learn a lot more from that mistake there than he would if he did that at home against Burnley. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So... I do understand the perspective, but then you go back to Ferguson. How many games did Ferguson used to win ugly? Yeah, but Fucking play. Hey, you know, that, that, that's the thing. I need, to, I need to sort of take a step back because I understand we're not at that level yet where we need to fucking score shit goals to help us win the title. But at the end of the day, when you're playing away at Anfield, it's not about how good you play. It's about getting fucking three points or getting a point or making it hostile for them. Yeah, shutting up shop, hoping for the best. Because it's a story when you're going through a rebuild, though. No, of course. I don't dispute rebuild. that. Rebuild. I don't dispute that. Ferguson was gone for the title. You know, like Chelsea, Liverpool, City are. You know, we're going away to City. We, we need to get that result. You guys are going through a rebuild. You're still finding your system. You're still finding what exactly is going to work against the big teams for you. Yeah. And, you know, this didn't work. So next time you approach it against Liverpool, he's going to change it up a bit. Because he so, knows so, that last so time. It, so wouldn't it be a good alternative possibly to say, all right, but one or then a half time. Yeah, but should we assess a should we assess, should we assess a plan B? That's what I'm saying. Should we assess a plan B? You know what plan you know all those coaches yeah, I mentioned before. Play plan A better. That's, that's what plan B is. That's what plan B is though, Josh. And that's why at the end of the day, that's why we're not managers. That's why we're not and managers. That's what, I'll go back to Ferguson. What was Ferguson's plan B? Chaos into the fucking box. Fergie Twan, yeah, chaos into the box. That's what plan B is. Yeah, and people can say what we want about playing beautiful football. End of the day, I don't disagree with it. You're normally 
when you have good players with a good tiki taka system, they play good football, they get results. But at the end of the day, like I just said, it's a result-driven industry. Yeah? You can't afford to lose fucking 4-0 or 5-1 the last six, seven, eight times away from home against, against, a, against a competitor. I, I want to classify Liverpool's competitor. I see Scott Boys, Scott Sports putting us in these fucking league debates. We're not there yet. We're not ready yet. But at the end of the day, we need to come to Anfield and show a bit more resilience, I think. And I don't agree with us playing into your hands. That's what I'm trying before, to say. Before we finish this off, I'll just say... I think, like I said just before, I think Arteta will learn more and I think these players will learn more from coming to Anfield, playing your way and losing 4-0, then coming to Anfield and losing 2-0, playing away. That's not, that's playing not their way. I just, I think that's just the way modern football is. Kuzi, your Kreas. My Kreas, skip me. Let's go next. You haven't got one? Go Chuck Harry Maguire, man. It's a Kreas, man. Just Chuck You can do Harry Maguire. Please. You can't, you can't do Kreas of the Week. Without when you do something that stupid, you can't not be there. You know what I mean? Did you guys see those memes on uh, Twitter about what Chelsea are going to appeal? Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. They're going to appeal his red card so he can play. Speaking of the Blues, do we get into them? Yep. Can we'll we touch on just though. That's a city of battering. Yeah. I think we have to because, especially of this morning as well. Dominating I, just, I was watching them this morning and I, I, I just think I don't see anyone beating them in the league. I said that a while ago. I don't see anyone beating them in the league. I think, I think we've got. I think Arsenal City have a better chance of winning the Champions League than winning the Premier League. I think you can beat them over two games. Over two. Over. Two, I back us and Klopp over two legs against anyone. Yeah. Anyone. Yeah. No, I agree. But them, but. they, mate. We're watching when you were in my back room. They had. They had three. Yeah, we're, we're hair, in the back room waiting for fucking Cruz for three and a half hours at that time. Yeah. <laughs> they had three hairline offside decisions. Yeah. They could have made it six 0 easily. They carved yeah. Leicester. Can we can we not forget that the same the same Leicester City team was in the debate to be classified as a big sixteen? Can we just not forget yeah, that? But you, yeah, but you can't say that at the time at the time of the debate. Hang on a minute, you're, you're taking it out of context. At the time of the debate, they had just beaten Chelsea. Uh, who won the league? City in the in the Community Shield. They just won the FA uh, the FA Cup. You're looking at their team. Madison's being linked with 60 million pound moves. And still, it's oh, early days. These guys could no, pull no, run no, them no, out. No, but dude, no, no, but I'm just saying. Fucked. I'm just saying. I think the way Rodgers is, I think things with him go from bad to worse quickly. But you're not, you're I, would, you're not, you're I would not be shocked if he got sacked this season. You can't You can't forget as well that I think the Fafani injury has changed them a lot because I think he came in here. It was, it was a new perspective. It's a, it's a, it's a presence. that good at playing out. He's good at defending. Do you know what I mean? I'm losing now Johnny Evans. I've got a question for you here. Okay. You're making the point of Fafana changing their whole thing mm. based off of one season. Yeah. Of behind closed doors. But you use that same point to say Aston Villa are rubbish. And with who? With Matty Cash, Emmy Martinez, Ollie Watkins. You, you made the exact same point saying they... No. So last week, he, he made the point of... My point was Villa... He was saying Villa are shit, essentially. Or Villa are where they... I, I made the point of we were expecting Villa realistically to push for top eight yeah. going into the season yeah. and five, they lost five in a row were just hovering above relegation that's why Dean Smith got the sack mm. he made the point of Matty, I made the point of Matty Cash Watkins um, John McGinn Emmy Martinez being, bro, being good players no, if you give them the right player no not these give them the, give them the right manager and they could push Europe yeah. Josh made the point of 
they're all one season wonders yes. based off of behind closed doors teams but playing against behind closed doors but and now they the point of a final yes okay. but I think we're talking about someone here who is pinnacle to a system we're talking about the spine you look at someone like Van Dyke for example I know we're going different extremes you can't say, you can't tell me that when he wasn't in that team it's a completely different presence all of a sudden they're playing Johnny Evans who's a washed up Premier League centre back right he should be playing championship let's be real he's a third choice centre back he's playing but week in week out right Vestergaard as well Vestergaard's yeah, decent but he wasn't signed he wasn't signed to try and so yeah, to fix that, that hole. That would, link, that would link to him for, for final. He would be a perfect, he's, a, he's your perfect third choice centre back. Right, really. A team like Leicester City is playing one game a week. So Yonkuri and uh, for final. Yeah. They are too. They are too. So I don't want to watch your league. James League on an old score in those leagues. But they, he's planned for Fafana to be a main source of that system. Yeah? And we saw Leicester City actually played some beautiful football last year. Do you know what I mean? They actually play no, teams off the park. But what I will, what I will say is, and we, when we lost Van Dyke, we, our season went to dog shit when we had to start playing midfielders and centre back. If you took Van Dyke yeah. out and every and Matip and Gomez stayed fit, yeah. I don't think it would have been anywhere near as much. As I still think we could have been in around the title. Yeah, I, I honestly do. We went to shit when we had to start playing Henderson centre back, which meant our fullbacks oh, couldn't go forward and our midfield lost everything. But I think but if you, I think if you take one player out. It's going to affect them, but not this bad. They've been really bad but, this season. Uh, really, aside really, from the United game, they've done really bad. Really like, bad in what aspect, though? We, in we, general, we but expect I think them to, we expect them to I think, I think defensively, they've been woeful. I think you look at you think about the first 25 minutes against us, look. they were disgusting. You think about the whole 90 minutes against Chelsea, they were actually woeful. They can't, they can't tolerate it. I can't remember it. if it was one of you two I spoke to yeah. this about when we were talking about Leicester, or it was someone else, but it was, it was about Leicester. Literally, the last two seasons... They just missed out on Champions League, okay? Coming into this season, it'd be so demoralising. They've been so Some close. Way. Yeah, but they've been so close. They choked it. I, said, I think it was me. It I was, said they yeah. bottled, they bottled they it twice. They bottled it twice. Yeah. In two, in two years. The last two seasons, they bottled right. it. Let's be real. And now going into this season, it's like... Do you think if Leicester made Champions League, right, I'm breaking a bit off topic, would they have pulling power to go out and side world-class players? Like, don't get me wrong. I think they're signing. Some of the signings have made have been excellent. Like, you look at Tillemans, excellent signing. You look at um, Barnes, excellent signing. Even that, who's that other young kid they got? They got another kid on the wing? I'm like, no. Lookman. Lookman, decent signing. Fafana, decent signing. If they made Champions League, would they go out and get a 50, 60 mil player? I don't think you know they're, I, mean? I don't think, I think they're a bit similar to Liverpool in that. They're not looking for the best thing, the best player right now. They're looking for the best so player. Exactly so exactly so. So mm. I don't think them making Champions League defeats, it doesn't change anything. They made Champions League, right? And they almost got relegated. Do you know what I mean when they last win the championship? I don't, I don't think that's the no, point Kuz is trying to make. Though. I think the point is that they've they've been this close to Champions League football, and you can say what you want. If you offer those players the opportunity, oh fucking! If you said to them, you got you, especially the year when there was lockdown, when they were fourth from day one, they were in the top four from day yeah, one, yeah. and they bottled, they slowly fell away, and then the last day you got United at home, and they bottled. Even last year, you got all you got to do is win at home. Against a shit Spurs team last year. Oh, that's oh, all you got to oh, do. Oh, against Ryan oh, Mason Spurs. Oh, oh. And they bottled it two years in a row. I agree. That, but that's going to have a mental effect Of course. On you. But my point yeah. is that whole squad stays together. That whole, the, but that's not the point. What though. is the point? Though? The yeah. point is, if you're experiencing a demoralising thing like that, look at... Um, it, it, I can't think of an example, but you, you're, you're on the fringe. You're, you're literally 90 minutes away, two years in a row, where you've been for 37 games, deserving of a, a place yeah. in the top four, and you're choking it. Last last game of the season. You cannot tell me that wouldn't okay, happen. If, you, if, if you're a Leicester City, if you're a Leicester City fan or a, or a player even, right? Do you take Champions League football and no FA Cup, 
or do you take FA Cup and no Champions League? But that's not. But this is my point. We say we talk about Demaras. In the day, they won the cup last year. They won a major trophy. Yeah. And realistically, people use that. Overshadow the fact that they bottled fourth. All you have to do is win a game, Josh. No, Two I, years in a row, you have to win one I'm game. Not, I'm not disputing that, but we're talking about a demoralized squad. End of the day, this team here won an FA Cup. Yeah? It's, but let's be barring a miracle, it's unheard of for Leicester City to win a major trophy. Let's be honest. And these players here have come in and they won a major trophy. So we can talk about demoralized. End of the day, this is the same squad that, like you said, to almost took the team to a Champions League spot. Same manager always took the same squad to a Champions League. And I'm talking about how one player has left the system that could pitch like Ben. Yeah, but we don't terrible. dispute that, you know, they've still done well the last two seasons in the Premier yeah. League. But what they could have done is like... They play, play European yeah. football. You know, and then they're playing two games, they're playing two games, they're playing in a relegation scrap because they're, they're, they're Premier League games. But, sure, but everyone says playing in Europa League is harder than playing in the Champions League. I don't know, you, I don't know what your point is. They're still playing. It's a hard opposition. Traveling. But yeah, but you but you got a game. You got a game on a Tuesday yeah, no, instead of yeah. a Thursday. Yeah, okay, no, I don't. I'm not, no, that's why. Good. That's why everyone hates the idea of playing in the Europa League. What? What were you? Would you? There were times last season when we were in the shit where you would have thought I'd rather play no European football than me. Yeah, I, I agree. That was my yeah, thinking because I, I can't think of anything worse. It kills every team to play on a Thursday and then on a Sunday. It kills every team. Mm. Yeah. But like I said, I think the way they've been playing has been woeful. I don't think they've even showed signs except that United game. And let's be real, Dillon's. It was a one-man show that, that day yeah. as well. Do you know what I mean? I, I just I just think that we've seen it firsthand with Rogers that you're this close to doing something. It didn't happen. Fair enough, Suarez left. Different story, different yeah, time. Yeah. But you're this close to doing something and it slowly, slowly, slowly fell away. And I, honestly, I wouldn't be shocked with, with the way football is. They're, those owners... Hey, and with the way we've predicted things so far in this podcast... Yeah, we're way off. <laughs> way off every single... No. Oh, what did we say? When we I said... said we, we, said, we said Dean Smith. We said Fark. We said um, Steve Bruce. Steve Bruce. No, no. Nuno. Yeah, oh, yeah, true. Yeah, it's it's good. Yeah. Did I call? Speaking, we can talk about something else quickly. Some other players. Did I talk about Bielsa on the on the brinks? Because I tell you what. Yeah, they're on the, the way that the way they're going. Nah, the only thing is they didn't have Bamford, Rodrigo, or and I was Rafinha. Rafinha. I haven't watched much of Leeds. I think I think he's, I think he's, he's been injured. He's, he's been injured. injured. Uh, no, and this is my thing as well. Like Leeds last year, Bamford came out the came out the season finally. All of a sudden, yeah, they're not they're they're not scoring many goals. No, yeah. they're, they're missing their big boys. They're missing, yeah. they're missing their three goal tackles. Are we, are we seeing a bit of second season syndrome here? Potentially. I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll tell you right now, I'm I reckon I did say in the predictions, I would not be surprised if Leeds United are playing championship next year. No, but they come me. into... All right, I know Bielsa's got his way of playing, but dude, they never get a result in a big game because when they come out, every big team just shows, exposes them. And this is back to, Literally. What, I was this is back to what I was saying before. You can play your system... As much as you want, but in the day when you need to get results, it's about getting results. And I'll tell you what, this is why I credit, what's his name? Sean not, Dice with the ginger beauty. Right, at the end of the day, he plays the shittest football probably in Europe. This bloke comes out and plays the shittest football. Everyone knows what the fuck he's going to do. And it's so shit to watch. You hate playing against him. You hate going to turf more. But he's kept a fucking League One side, a League One club, in the Premier League for like four years now. Mm. That's, that's fucking remarkable. It's remarkable. Yeah, it's gonna be sick. Do you know what I mean? So people talk about systems. People talk about this. People talk about tickets up and beautiful football. Teams like Leeds, right? If you're a Leeds fan, you might get upset. I don't give a fuck. Teams like Leeds, your job is to stay in the Premier League. At the moment, your club is going through a huge rebuild. From top to, not, not rebuild, it's in like... <laughs> you got no idea what that word means. Let's, okay. Forget about... Tw- so obviously, they were strong 20 years ago, right? Try me out here. What word am I trying to use? A transition period. A, tra- a, a transition period for the club. They're not. They're not. That's the word we were looking for. That whole debate before. They're transition not transition. Yeah, that's the word. The word yeah. They're not. 
an elite powerhouse like they used to be. There was, you can, people can classify them as a sleeping giant, but at the end of the day, the club's gone through a transition just like Newcastle did about 10 years ago, where, let's be real, they're shit. When you want to compare them to powerhouses, they're a shit club. They're not, they're not an elite powerhouse. So I think Leeds got to understand that if they, get, if they stay up, it's not a bonus, but that should be the objective. We stay up, bang, and next year we can build, year after that we can build. It'd be like Palace, right? Where yeah. stay up one year, good. Can we improve next year? Yeah. Can we get a good home record? Yeah. Well, that's what the, Do you know what, I mean? that's what the worry was with Vieira. It's like, you know, you've had this stability for so long. Bringing in is a manager gonna, that's going to yeah. want to actually play a bit of ball. Yeah. Yeah. Is he going to fuck everything up but he's doing well? You know what? He's got ballers though, man. He's got hidden gems. I'm a huge fan. Michael Alise. Yeah. Huge fan. Eze is not even there yet. No, he's, no. he's making MacArthur look killer. Yeah, yeah, and now he's injured. Now he's injured, and people are saying it's going to be a huge like big loss. Big, yeah, big bringing big in loss. guys like Joachim Anderson. You got Tariq yeah, Mitchell exactly. playing well. And I think he's got. Oh, we're going so far, Toby. But I think he's got such. A, I think he's got such a good balance. Yeah. I think he's got such a good balance of flair players, where you've got your Edwards to come on, you've got your Zaha's and stuff like that, and your level-headed, no nonsense. You know, they got five James Milner's in the squad. And you've yeah, been, yeah. Your Joel Wards and your fucking Tomkins. No, people, people forget though. that how. And this is what I talked about behind closed doors earlier on. I think it makes a big difference. Not earlier on, but in previous podcasts, it makes a huge difference to your fans. Do you know what I mean? Selhurst Park yeah. has always been renowned for how loud that place is. It's hostile there. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? The only Premier League team with ultras. Full stop. Full stop. You know what? People ultras, this ultra, there ain't noise. I ain't gonna yeah. fuck with you in ultra. You hold a fucking scarf all day. As long as it's not a half scarf, fuck those guys. But um, do you know what I mean? <laughs> well, I think whilst on the topic of managers and transition periods and stuff like that, we had, we should have recorded earlier, but we had a big debate about. Um, Solskjaer, obviously he's got the sack. I've been saying it for ages. Yeah. You're not that guy. I've been saying it for so long. Um, and it's, it's, been, it's, been, it's been a sad day. I was a bit upset with Fabrizio breaking news. Don't you? Let's be real. Let's be real. Oh, I thought that, yeah. I was devastated. He needed more time. <laughs> but you know the thing, like, I'm, I'm a bit torn because at the end of the day, here's the thing. I could say he should have never got a contract after they beat PSG. I can honestly make that. I think that's a really strong argument for that. But he guided them through the transition period and they fucked up by giving him an extension this year. But he'd always overperformed. Yeah. How, how do you get a guy that's taking you to your best ever place, your equal best place post-Fergie, and within a kick away of a European final, he's giving young players an opportunity, he's changed the whole mood around the club. How do you then not, not give him an extension but go with a different manager? Because we could all look at it and they needed the, the, the Lampard to Tuchel handover. That's what they needed. Yeah. And they've, they've fucked it up now. And yeah. now they... Now, it's not back to square one. And we had this argument before. We can get into it now. They're linked with Poch. They're linked with Zidane. Realistically, this United squad is in a perfect position to get a world-class manager. And I said it before. They're a player... They're a six away from probably... From potentially being right up there with the big three currently. Look, I, I, I agree with what you're saying. But I sort of had a bit of a before before we recorded. You know, we had that bit of a debate, mm. and like, I was agreeing, you know, with what their squad's good enough. But I somewhat agree with Josh now because actually looking at their team, I think I think I overrated them, and I think a lot of players in there are actually like overrated. This is this is my thing because I, if we go through their eleven, De Gea's good. He's he's getting old. He's suspect. They need to play Dean Henderson. What I'm saying is though, is like they, these players that they got, they're not I'm not saying they're shit. I'm not saying like Mambisaka, Maguire, whatever shit. But they're not Premier League winners. Yeah. I'm saying Brian that is, they but, shouldn't and this compared is what, to Liverpool City, 
And this is what Chelsea. I was trying to say. This is what I was trying to say to you before. Is that in the day they brought in some spine players, right? Like a Fernandez, like Ronaldo, like Varane. These players got two years. Ronaldo's got one or two years. Varane's really got one or two years. Harry Maguire is. I'll say it right now. He's not gonna fucking be a captain for Man United to win them the next title. It's not. It can't happen. It actually, it can't. It cannot happen. If Harry Maguire is a captain of Man United when they win the Premier League, oh, I don't know what I'll do. Mm. That'll be the biggest robbery of all time. Do you yeah. know what I mean? I rate Victor Lindelof. At the end of the day, he has had a couple of shit seasons. He needs a good manager who's going to teach him how to defend again, how to play football again. Because when they first signed, I thought he was a baller. But I don't think they have that depth like you have, for example, like Messi have, like Chelsea have. And most importantly, I don't think a manager is going to come in and be able to revolutionise that transition like Tuchel did. Right? Because people can say what they want. That whole, that whole scenario with Lampard and Tuchel, the whole big picture of those last couple of years was a rebuild for Chelsea. Yeah. Someone like Thiago come in a proven winner, change the whole philosophy of that back three. Rudy can start playing good football again. Mendy stepping up when he needs to. You've got someone like Kai Havertz who's a young kid tearing the house down. Timo Werner, yeah, not scoring goals, but let, we can't. I know I like to vent him a lot. His build-up play, he has been phenomenal. Hey, I love how your, you know what I mean? your whole tone of, tickles, uh, of Werner's completely changed with the seat. But, right? but what's it called? I could you called him the biggest flop of the league. Because he can't, because as a striker, your job is to score. Yeah, yeah correct. Yeah, but you, how come you're not keeping that tone right now? I don't dispute the fact that you need to score goals to strike, and that's why I call him a flop. Because when you come and play football as a number nine, your job is to score goals. If you don't score goals, you get criticised. Batman has been criticised because he doesn't score goals. I 100% agree. That's your job. But let's not dispute the fact that Timo Werner's number one created a lot of good chances. Number two, been at the end of a lot of good chances. I don't know what it is with him. He just shits himself. Uh, but back to my point, they bring in Lukaku. They brought it back to the back for Reece James playing some of the best football in Europe. Mm. Someone like Ben Chilwell, even early start of the season, Alonso was playing beautiful football. I don't think Man United have these players or can even find anyone in the world that's going to be able to bring them up to a calibre like Tuchel brought Chelsea up to. Do you know what I mean? That's the point I was trying to make before. I completely disagree with both of you. Why? I think the reason we look at this Chelsea team, if you go through Thiago Silva, that's Man United, Thiago Silva is the run. Proven winner. That's exactly those are the words. That's what yeah. you would use. Proven winner. Kyle Havertz, you can compare him to Bruno Fernandes. You, you can. Yeah, similar, yeah. Uh, Mace, I mean, you, different spectrums. Ronaldo, you can compare him to Lukaku as your headline man. You look at Werner, you can compare him to Greenwood. Or Martial, who's been misfiring. He's yeah, got talent, yeah. but he's misfiring. We talk about their depth. You go at player for player, United have more depth than Liverpool. They do. That's, that's, the, that's the fact of the matter. Liverpool, now, Firmino's injured, and who's our options off the bench? Origi or Minamino? Do Origi or Minamino get anywhere near the United team? No. You look at him, you look at United's attacking options. Greenwood, one of, probably the best young player in the Premier League. Yeah, because Sufo doesn't exist. I said probably. Ronaldo, That's one of the greatest players, people's goat, okay? Cavani, proven winner, one of the greatest goal scorers of his generation. Fair enough, he's old. You're not asking him to play week in, week out there. Rashford Martial, two golden young players, but golden boy nominees. My point is, all they need is a six. I've been saying for so long, if they go put the money on the table for Ndidi, and get a new manager. I said these word for word. I've said that yeah, no, countless times. They go get Indeedy and a new manager that can win the league. I, I know, that can, doesn't change for me. They can, you look, they're not going to because let's look at they, some, the three teams that are ahead of them are, are, are they're, they're fucking miles ahead of them. Would, would you real. have said 12 months ago, okay, that this that Chelsea team where who they've only signed Lukaku, would you say that they were anywhere near being champions of Europe in our favourites to win the league? No. So 12 months ago, no, no. Because Lampard was in charge. And, and, why, and why are we so bad talking shit about United now? Because Ole's yeah, but I don't think there's anyone at the moment 
right, that can come in and revolutionise a team like Thomas Tuchel did first I, of all. I think, see, well, I, don't think, I think the best option they had has gone to Tottenham. I agree. Do you I know think, what I mean? But I, I disagree with you because yeah. there's a Zidane's out there. Yeah, but three-time champions with, with United's United squad, though, with United squad, though, you look at players like Luke Shaw, okay, and compare them to someone like Ben Chilwell, who's come in and he's been consistent for the last, what, ha- three, three, four, how many, he was good at Leicester, yeah. came to Chelsea, was good at Chelsea. Can I just say, all I'll say, about Luke Chilwell, Shaw, all I'll say about Chilwell is people calling him shit, and then as soon as... Um, Marcus Alonso gets injured. He comes in and has a good run. Why? Because he's got a good manager. Sorry, go on. No, no, no. But I, I don't think so because I think Luke Shaw's come in. He had a good season last season. Season before that, or the, before that, these guys, the, yeah. But these these guys in the United team, who you know, sort of on paper seem to be like world class ballers. I don't think they're the players that a lot of people make them out to be. We, we are, my, 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 but my point is, everyone had that exact tone about Chelsea. Everyone had that exact tone. And what changed? They got a goal. They got a goal. So it they was the same. Were. Chelsea were 10th when Lampard was sacked. Yeah, exactly I, I, I don't think I came out here once and spoke a lot of shit about all these players, about Chelsea players. Yeah, because we weren't doing the podcast this time. But, but even still, even when we had no, but it's not like, oh, we don't talk about football on a fucking podcast. No, even when I talk to general people about Chelsea, I would never once talk shit about players. I would always rip Lampard. Right, and credit where Julian, I'm probably haven't admitted it at all. But Lampard blooded a couple of these young kids that are the reason why they're doing so well. Some of them anyway, like E.G. Rich James. Do you know what I mean? Also, I think with Chelsea's squad, it's it's fucking changed a lot within twelve months. Yeah, yeah, because you know even people like Mason Mount two years ago, like post pre-COVID, what was he doing? Lampard blooded him in. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's changed. It's come through. It's a different squad now. Whereas this United squad with Wambasaka, with Luke Shaw, with you know Lindelof when he's coming, I feel like they they sort of if they were really going to be world beaters, they would have been. And this is my thing as well. Like I spoke, I spent to a lot of Man United fans. A lot of people admitted to me is like, no, probably Ronaldo wasn't the best sign to make. And this, and this goes back to my point. You can compare Minamino, you compare Origi, you compare fucking Firmino to some of these players. One on one, yeah, these main honor players might be better than these other people on players uh, on paper. But in the day, you need winners. Yeah, you need a squad of winners. Let's be real. And what let, is Ronaldo? Yeah, I understand that he's an individual winner. No, like, no, don't no. get me wrong, his time around Madrid was unbelievable. He's going to go down one of the greatest players of all time. But you can't tell me that when Cristiano Ronaldo is not on that pitch, it's not the Cristiano Ronaldo show. Well, did you see you what can't they were talking look, about? Look at Juventus, right? And don't get me wrong, Juventus has declined. Ben the day, they've been a club for about 25, 30 years, right? That I can off the top of my head. That's been about a family, a connection, a whole unit. Yeah, right, they got, re- they, they got relegated, they got relegated to Serie B and 90% of those players stayed. People like Gigi Buffon, Del Piero, right, they stayed. They could have gone to somewhere else. They stayed and played this season in Serie B. That was a family, that's a team. Ronaldo went there about himself. Yeah, all of a sudden, they turned to shit. I'm not saying he's the only yeah, reason. May not, he's gone there, it's about himself. It's him, him, him. Cool, I remember Gigi could do it. You can do it at Real Madrid. Because Man United are, yeah, but Man United aren't that far off Real Madrid in that global superstar. Of course yeah. not, but it's, we're talking about different... A philosophy of leagues. End of the day, so Real Madrid versus Barcelona. So hear me out. That's what he's explaining. Yeah, it's like four, five five yeah, we get it. We get it. The family thing. Yeah. yeah. Side track though. We're talking about Ronaldo, Man United, with Ole. See, this is what I read. He, they reckon that he had his plan at the start of the season. He had Cavani coming in, rotating games. He had the boys, Rashford, Greenwood, Martial, that are going to play on the wings. 
they reckon that if you saw on Sky Sports that Ronaldo coming in sort of just shocked all of that, sort of sort of fucked up his pretty much his whole system. So you know his whole is system. That, is that not? So I'm just saying, yeah, that's what I'm just saying. That what I've been hearing, you know, the presenters on Sky Sports talk about, and whether you guys agree with that or not. And I know, I agree. I I agree. I I agree because you had a manager that didn't know how to get the best out of everyone else to then get the best out of Ronaldo because Gary Neville has said it to death and I get sick of hearing it. I've listened to Gary Neville talk. I, I think he's a good pundit. He's always said, when we had Ronaldo, we had Rooney and Jason Park doing all the dirty work for him. Correct. Because that's how we could get the best out of him. If you get a manager now, that's why I think Zidane right now, people are underselling him. For me, I've said it in any sport, to, me, to win a three in a row of anything, in any sport, is the best is a, as good a thing as you can do. Give me a three P over Invincibles. That's a, it's a no. different debate, but for me, winning three in a row, Pep's never done it, Klopp's never done it, mm. Tugel's never done it, Mourinho's never done it. Zidane got the best out of Ronaldo. If you give Zidane a midfield of Donny van der Beek, who was one of the most sought-after, creative, you know, box-to-box midfielders in Europe, came through one of the biggest and best academies in Europe, go sign a Didi or a proper six, yeah, he's Casemiro, and then play Bruno. Or give Pogba an extension and put Pogba in that midfield. Do that, and I promise you, with the right manager, be it Zidane, they are causing trouble. They're causing problems. Zidane's won the, Zidane's won the league. You can say what you want. He won more. He's won two leagues with Real Madrid and three Champions League. You say what you want. If I'm United, you're one player away, and Zidane for winning the league. I think if Poch goes there, I don't think I've got a theory about Poch, and I'll get into this now. I think the perfect situation for Poch is to come into a team that's in the in the mud that needs a complete rebuild where he can sign players that are low ego, low maintenance. I don't know if Poch can go into this United team with Ronaldo, with Bruno, with Pogba, where he wants to play this high energy, high press football. I don't think he can do that with this United squad. That's why it worked at Tottenham because he signed Dele Alli for three million. He got the best out of Ericsson. Ericsson came and was decent and he turned him into the best creative player in Europe. He signed, he took Harry Kane from fucking Norwich Loney to the best striker in, in the world. Son, son as well. Son. He took Son from a, a, a meh well, player of the Bundesliga. Done, you know, with PSG right now. But he's, but he's so unconvincing with PSG. He got yeah. outdone in the Champions League last year by City. He's been so unconvincing. You know, they're 13 it's, points clear in Liga. It's, 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 well, it's, I'm, I'm not interested it's, in that. Like you said before, it's ego. And that's why I think, I don't think me and Iron have a good mix of ego. I think if you could, I think Zidane, Zidane walks into that room, no one can say anything. That's why I think like it's different. But Gerard walking into the villa dressing room, no one can say anything. Yeah. Who the fuck are you to question Steven Gerrard or Zidane? No, so United go there now. He's not going to be the man. He's not going to be a prick like Mourinho, and he's not going to be a, a pushover like Ole. He's going to be the right man to push the right button. Look, at, he went to Real Madrid, where it's all egos, all Galacticos, mm. where they're legit movie stars. Like they're, they're they're better suited to Hollywood than they are football. Like they're, they're global stars, and he got them as good as they've ever been. Kind of saying hypothetically speaking, let's say me and I have never signed Ronaldo, and they put someone like Mason Greenwood up top and put Sanchez out wide, right? Well, they still has a job. But why? Because they're hard workers, right? You've got you've got your prancer that is still a hard worker in Fernandez. We've seen the impact Fernandez had when he yeah. came to Man United, and that goes back to my point. I don't think Ronaldo was the most convincing signing ever, and you can bring in whoever the fuck you want, right? And they might bring you a trophy next year, but I'm talking about the two, three, four year plan. Look at Klopp. He bought. He came in. Built his foundations, took him two or three years, 
Now, you want to tie one of Champions League, but let's be real. You want to tie one of Champions League, you're still look convincing. You don't look like you're going to drop off. And you haven't signed anyone. You signed Thiago, and that's about it. Everyone else is the same, pretty much 11. You build your foundations from the bottom to the top, and you look unbeatable in Europe. Mm. You look one of the most biggest powerhouses. Man City, a bit different. They bring in who they need to bring in, but it's still the same principles. They've got their foundations, yeah? And when one leaves, they bring in someone like Diaz. Yeah, they bring in someone like Rodri. So Man United... End of the day, Barron's got two years. At the end of the day, Luke Shaw, I know he's only a left back, or only a left back, he's important nowadays, but he's only got two or three years left. Or else he's going to have to bring some better. Ronaldo's got one year left. The point, the point is, though, this, this, this goes, I get, I get your point, I don't disagree with you. And, yeah. that's, and that goes back to why you were saying you'd be more scared of Tottenham if they had Graham Potter. Because in four or five years, Correct. they're still going to be... And that's why I'd be else. more scared of Man United if they got a proven winner like Conte. Because if that's what Man United want, to win something... Fuck no, guess yeah. what I'm You could say that you can make the point of I could make the point that Zidane is more successful than Conte. Conte's never done it in Europe. Europe's harder than domestic. No, games. correct. Conte's correct. never done it. I don't dispute it, but Conte's done it in two different leagues and with completely different players as well. Zidane, at the end of the day, I would love to see Zidane come to me in Ireland because we haven't seen him except in, in the Spanish league. Yeah. I know he's done more yeah, in, no. in Champions League, but let's be real. Spanish team's always done unbelievable in Champions League, except not last couple of years. Not a recent. Not a recent. No, he took that. Unbelievable Real Madrid squad and did something special. Still, the squad was unbelievable. It would be fucking interesting to see what he'd do. You know what? But I've heard it, apparently the dude can't speak English. So yeah, I know. I know. That's an issue. That's why I don't, I don't think he'll come. But I think I think Carrick stays. I think Carrick stays. And like, I don't know who the fuck will give him the contract, man. Sign it. Who do we think they get? Though? I, I, honestly. The only thing I've I've read it's, that it's I've read that I've read that unless Poch gets sacked, I've won't. read that it's hard to get like if PSG say no, that PSG declined a hundred and sixty million euro bid for a player they're going to lose for free. So if PSG yeah. don't want you to go, well, you're not going anywhere. Anyway. Nah, but this is the But you know, football is a funny game, and you, we you could, we could talk about or even what's happened in the last six weeks about the amount of players and the uh, amount of coaches that are left. You don't know what the fuck's going to happen. Yeah. What if what if Man United goes on Man United? What if Juve goes sack Allegri? Right, and the main are going to go and get Lisbon. But regardless, regardless, you're still a manager that still wants stuff. Do you know what I mean? You can take a risk with someone. Like, what if, what if, have you seen that? I don't, I don't want to talk about this because you ripped me about fucking my accounting, yeah, accounting bullshit. But have you seen about Tot- what what came out today about Tottenham? No. About they're like 80 million debt after taxes or whatever. What if Conte says, fuck me, I've got no money, I'm going to leave. Or I'm going to turn around. I'm just saying, I'm saying what ifs. I'm saying what ifs. We, what don't, is, we, don't, we don't know like, what can happen in football. Is, we don't know what's available. Do you know what I mean? What if Luis Enrique leaves Spain and he goes... Is Joachim Lowe... I wouldn't, touch I wouldn't get him either. Like, would it's touch a, him. Especially managerial, it's a what if. You know, yeah, in, the, the in a year's time, I'm not going to know what happens. There's some, there's some managers that are just perfectly suited to international management. And I think Joachim Lowe is just... Oh, like, same. Yeah. But, that, but my, yeah, my point is like, funny, like a lot of shit happens within a year of football. But it's you, hard you to just, say. I know you said you're what ifs, but at the end of that, I don't think Conte goes to Tottenham after rejecting them in the summer because he wasn't sure about funds, no, I don't think he goes there without a guarantee of funds and proof of funds. I don't think that yeah, happens. No, I agree. I'm, yeah, I'm just... My point what is, you, anything can happen in India. What do you guys make of Brendan Rodgers' links? Go, please. Go. What's he going to do? He if he gets offered it, I think, he'll take, it, I think he'll take it. If they offer him that, he's, 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 like, he's low-key, but a huge ego. If, you, does, if you're a being not a fan, even if you're a, if you're a glazer, do you get convinced with Brendan Rodgers as no. manager? Oh, yeah. and that's if they go for him, then that's a that's a huge mistake, I reckon. That's, that's my thing. I think I think Man United probably need like a manager now that's going to come win you something, whether it's a Dane, whether it's was Conte, whether I don't know the fuck's around at the moment. And then, and then you know what you might laugh, but go and get someone like a Graham Potter. 
Because yeah. you know what? Main Islanders, most successful years, Main Islanders, uh, the reason why Main Islanders are where they are is because they got some bloke out of Aberdeen in Scotland, gave him five years, didn't win anything for five years, and he bought a culture. Years, years you know, but that's not my point. No, I, I, don't dis- I don't disagree with that at all. But you build from the bottom. You reset, you reset, you reset. I don't need to reset though, Josh. That's, this is this. You're completely missing the yeah, point. I'm saying, in two two years, I'm saying in two years time. Yeah, but it's not two years time. We're here to here right now. But my point was, my point was, go get someone that's going to bring you success, and then go and get someone fresh and try and build again. You said, but you, you know, know what I mean? Can I just say, do you understand my point? I get, I get your point though. But you look at it in in two years time. Sancho, Van der Beek, uh, Rashford, Martial, if he's still there, Greenwood. Okay, you got. As good at five attacking players there as you're going to find in two years' time. Ready to go. Yeah. you got Van der Beek. Did I, did I say Van der Beek? Yeah. He's still there. If they go and sign a good young six, why not? If they go put 80 mil on the table for Declan Rice, 100 mil on the table for Declan Rice, and he goes, and then you bring in a manager, I think they, win, I think they can win the league. I just think, I, I just think, you're, I think we're underselling them and we're saying they are where they are because they've had a shit manager who hasn't got the best out of them. And I think it's so comparable to where Chelsea were at. I think it's so. I think the the, the situations are so similar. They got sacked at similar times. They spent a colossal amount of money. You put a lot of their young managers that were relatively unproven. The they overachieved initially, but then it showed they were out of their depth. Yeah. And we were underselling the Chelsea squad. We look at we're, we're holding this Chelsea squad in such high esteem now because they brought in the right manager to get the best out of the place. Same with Klopp. Klopp turned guys like Firmino, who we were calling a flop, no. into one, the best false no, 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 I don't no, think many people undersold Chelsea squad. I think they undersold Lampard. And I oversold. But the thing is, you know, when Lampard was in there, in the Chelsea squad, they were losing 4-1 to Watford. They weren't good, though. They weren't. They weren't. You can't lose. You can't. You can't. And people, and people, it pays for the 4-1 to Watford. It's bad. It's as much as it's bad and lot on his fuck, but these players, and you can't, and, and you can't be doing that. As much as it's bad and Ole's fuck. As much as it's bad and Ole's fuck. I know you said, I'm going to say 4-1 to Watford. End of the day, you might laugh at me with this. Red card, cop 2, 90, 90th minute, right? 4-1, yeah, all right. They scored, they cop 2 goals late. It's a 4-1 that's not really a 4-1. You know you what say, I mean? You say, you say they weren't losing 4-1, but... They they lost two one to a shit Wolves team last yeah, year. Who's this? Chelsea. This is all under Lampard. They lost three one to a shit Arsenal team last year. Yeah, correct. They got yeah. slapped three one by City at the time, who weren't good, and that's the game City completely still, turned it around. Still, still, still. They lost one 0 to Fulham. They lost two 0 They lost two 0 last year. One 0 to Fulham last year. You know. Yeah, but it was an off season. Right. Lampard. Still, we don't, but the thing is, I think a lot of people like know that Lampard wasn't that guy. He just wasn't that guy. If he went to West Ham right before Moyes went back, you can say, oh, maybe he's a guy for West mm. Ham that's going to keep him up. He's not the guy to turn Chelsea into European contenders again. He wasn't that guy. Thomas Tuchel had jobs, right? Probably underachieved at a couple of jobs, but people realised and understood the fact that he can take him a long way. Fuck, you know, you know what I mean? Get Moisey. <laughs> right. Yeah, they're still fucking paying his contract. Well, he's, he's still technically under contract. Anyway, we'll move it on. What's up? Um, with the guarantee. Weekly guarantee. What are we thinking, fellas? Um, Josh, your weekly guarantee. I think we're going to go back to, to the club of bleed. And there's Arsenal to, to win to nil against Newcastle. Paying 2 bucks seventy. I think at home at Emirates against, I would say, a weak but fresh Newcastle. I think we get back to winning ways and we win to nil, especially with, with the main honor trip coming up. Obviously, we do the middle time multi. Yeah, so, so I was I was gonna do Newcastle to get their first win of the season, but we, won't, we don't want to ruin the multi. No, you can't. So <laughs> I'm gonna do. Uh, Live from home, you reckon? Do yeah, fuck me. Yeah, dude. I think it's written in the stars. Well, you might, Joe, Joe, Joe Willock winner. Yeah. 
yeah, last time I did that with the Leeds one, first game of the season, I lost a bit of money there. Um, I think Watford go to the King Power and um, continue the winning ways. I reckon, they beat, I reckon they beat Leicester. Josh, super, Josh, King, Josh King, any time goal scorer. Super Benny Foster. Super Ben. Well, I think that 